0: Hi, my name is Joanne. Welcome to the Evolve and Attempt podcast. About a week ago, I had the privilege to sit on an interview panel. My role at that time was to ask a few introduction questions to people that were interviewing for this role. And honestly, the whole experience really just inspired me a lot in my mind. And I've done an episode before on how to find the job that you're looking for. But now, this time, from everything I learned in that episode, I figured we need an episode on how, as young people, we need to position ourselves for the opportunities that await us out there. How do you prepare yourself all round, 360 so that by the time an opportunity comes knocking on your door, there is nothing holding you back. now let me tell you guys the full story these were virtual interviews yeah um on joining all the candidates had internet issues fortunately enough my superior really didn't didn't seem bothered by she was more understanding really she extended grace to understand that i mean internet issues can actually happen so first candidate is okay second candidate we're doing well now third candidate happens and which is exactly what inspired this whole episode. That candidate joins. Um, of course she's as late as everyone else. She had internet issues. Um, so we kindly ask her to turn on her camera, and she says she can't because she has a power shutdown issue, and um, she I, she won't be able to turn her camera. I'm like okay. Now I'm thinking, I'm like, you can't assume the people you sent your CV are the people interviewing you for this role. I'm like, okay. So we start um, asking questions. Hi, how will you introduce yourself? And why do you think you're a good fit for this role? She goes, hi, my name is Joanne. I applied for this job because it's been a passion of mine, something that I've always wanted to do. And I I think it would be a great space for me to to finally get to do what I've always wanted to do I'm like okay now I asked her I'm like what makes you think you're the right fit for this role she mentions a few things She I think she mentions I think two things I am my background and um sector a depending on what we we're applying for that day um I, and now, she, this is what she said, and I quote. I, She mentions a few things, like, okay, I'll use an example. Let's say in the communication inspector, I'd say, I have a good speaker. And the other traits, I already mentioned them on my CV uh, that I already sent to you. I don't think I need to repeat those. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the whole session goes on, and her tone itself was more of the the boss lady type of energy that i was getting from her and you know like the the i mean vibrant the good vibrant the good confident but the overly confident that was actually not the right fit for the role that we were interviewing for that day like and and she was very outspoken and very articulate and you know like so full of life but then so quick through it like like she was really rushing through what she was saying with like zero grace, like. So I mean, after I started to tell us about herself, I now the whole other time when well, my superior was asking the rest of the questions, I was thinking about them like, I and and, do you know what makes the whole situation even more more intriguing is she was she said she was about twenty five, twenty four, twenty five, and the rest of the people that were interviewed were above 30 and honestly they were they were more patient really they were willing to speak or express themselves or repeat or you know like they were more flexible which brings me to the whole point of today's conversation this is not going to be an episode on how to position yourself and find the right job i already did that if you haven't listened to it Please scroll back to our very, very first three, four, five episodes. It is in there and I checked it out and most of the information in there is still equally relevant. Now, my question today, I am wondering, is it a Gen Z thing for us to ignore how things used to be done the old way or is it actually fair to say that times have changed, the things that matter before finding a job or finding a life changing opportunity? Is it safe to say that those things changed? I, for one, truly believe that there is a reason as to why the people we consider successful are that way. They did not get there because they were way around their personalities or their morals or values. Now, as young people in our 20s, we've been... We've been told, I don't know who has even told us, but we were told that times have changed. Things are being done a different way. But if you're very intentional about spending your time in the right spaces, rubbing shoulders like people that are going to elevate you, I hate to break it to you, but we have to do things the old traditional way. That means the way you dress, the way you speak to people, the way you present yourself Those things matter a 100% unless you're going to end up in a family business. Otherwise, your personality itself stands out. In this case, this lady was very educated, very articulate. I must give her that. But the role she was applying for really required a whole different personality. And I don't know if she was doing it intentionally or she did not. I I believe, I don't think she was doing it intentionally because she wanted the job, but I am assuming she was doing it while she wasn't aware that while you're applying for a role, let's say you're a waitress, whatever they're asking you, whatever the interviewer is asking you, even if she's dragging, you have to understand that a customer will drag you while you're working in a restaurant. So it's how much patience you show or how much grace you extend in that conversation. In this case, she wasn't which now at that time, the interviewer is not even looking at your papers or your experience, they're looking at how in that short conversation that they're having with you for five, 10 minutes, they they can already tell the kind of person you're going to be with, of course, clients, with your workmates, with your superiors. So the whole interview session told me one thing for sure, that the people that hire us and give us opportunities or mentor us, like any opportunity that that stand that is out there for you it it takes more than one thing it takes more than just your books or your looks it's a lot of things that we need to get together as young people to position ourselves to grab those opportunities once they knock on your door you're ready so this means things like your attitude your first impression your personality your whole entire existence really must be aligned with the role that's why I made a post yesterday on LinkedIn about rejection emails and how to deal with them. And one of a of the people that responded was a human resource manager who said that usually we are not turned down because of how our CV looks like. Usually we are turned down because in the interview session, they realized that your personality wasn't going to match with the kind of person they're looking for for the role. So if you are looking for things to balance up and get together, please, I'll like to... Sandy worked one of the episodes I did on how to find the job that you're looking for. But today's conversation really is, as much as you're balancing up, it brought up the conversation, among other things, after that interview session. I was sharing with a friend, and we were talking about social media. As an employer, would you consider doing a background check on someone's social media before giving them a job? Or as a potential employee, someone that's out there looking for a job, do you think it's fair that human resource managers do a background check on your social media before giving you that job?
1: In this day and era, it's very important for any company to do a background online check because you want to protect um, the integrity of of your company. You want to safeguard. Um, those values that your company espouses and you want somebody who ties in with those values you don't want to hire somebody who says they are technically gifted and maybe they are technically gifted but they are bigots or they are racist you know or they they indulge in online you know bullying and cyber harassment you don't want such a person because ultimately the way social media works is it's going to be hard for people to to create a difference between the individual and the organization they work for. And unfortunately, your company will be sucked into this person's Online affairs. So the best way to make sure that your company is clean is to hire people who are clean online. It's that simple. And the other thing for me, I think, why employers need to this to do this background check is that you know the kind of person you're bringing into your organization. Sometimes people lie. People lie on resumes and 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 you know on cover letters and, and application letters. They lie. But when you dig up their social media history, you'll find out for sure who they are. You'll find out what values they stand for. You'll find out if they're racist. You'll find out if they're homophobes. And if your company does not tolerate such views, it's it's for you to say no to such a person. So it's very important for you to do a background online check as an employer.
2: My reasons are as simple as this. Uh, Employers doing background checks on social media and basing on their findings to employ people are being unfair. First of all... um, Sometimes those findings can be unreliable simply because people uh, present themselves differently on social media and how they really are in real life. So these are two different personalities. Who you see on social media might not be the same person I am offline. That's why sometimes people probably put in their bios, "Mm, do not attach my opinions to my employer, Opinions here are my own, you know, those things just to separate their lives and their um, work lives, you know, just to draw a line there. So, as much as sometimes it's good to do the checks, but also to a greater extent, it's not okay, those things are unreliable. People be online and they're very much different people, and in real life, they are very much different people. Then, the other thing is that you're infringing on someone's privacy, you know. By the time you go around and do the background checks, check their tweets, check whatever, what more can you do when you have employed them? You get, because I mean, if you do that, that means you're someone that does not embrace freedom of expression. You're someone that does not embrace freedom of speech. So that means if you employ this person, this person is going to fear to express themselves online or even physically because they know you're going to use their expressions against them you know so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i also feel like um just a few tweets cannot get a very qualified person for a job out of the race because they probably unconsciously or unintentionally did a tweet or tweeted about something and then they get out of the race that's very unfair they can be qualified for that job but you know and then they get out of the race simply because of what they tweeted i feel like um it has its pros and cons but to a greater extent it's not a good thing to do as much as sometimes it's a good thing to do but the advantages of it are like one or two and then the disadvantages are like five. So I think it's unfair. It's an unfair
3: thing to do. Um, as an employer, I think it's important to do a background check on uh, someone that you're going to be hiring, but the background check that you need to be doing is, is to check whether this person that you want to hire is actually, um, fit for the job, fit to, to, to execute that gig that you're trying to hire them for. Um, um, what kind of uh, projects have they worked on before? How, they, uh, how, how, how excellent have they been at those particular projects? Do they align with what you're trying to do and things like that? Um, that's the kind of background checking to be doing on somebody that you want to hire. But if you're doing a background check because, because you want to um, check out how this person maybe thinks about certain topics and things like that, then you might be biased, in my opinion, because what if then the, the, how he looks at things or his perspective on things... What if it's different from yours and then it's uh, clashing, then what happens? Does do you deny that person a chance to hire them and give them that job because you do not agree with what they with what they said or with, 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 with what perspective they are looking at some things or stuff like that? Of course, there's um, there's things that uh, that are given that need to. To, to to happen. I mean, while you're doing your check, is this person um, this person kind that do, do are they not in trouble with 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 the law? like are they kind to people? are they able to you know thrive in a, in, in an environment where they have to like work with other people from different uh, walks of life or different ethnicities and things like that? Then if they're able to then, it should be okay to to hire such a person if they meet the skills that you want. Even when maybe the things that they've said online before you might not agree with, if they're able to, 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 to deliver to your expectations, then you should be able to look past that and uh, work with this person. I think it's unfair to... To, I think it's unfair to judge people off what they're posting online. That's just what I think. And I know people say, oh, you need to watch what you post online. And, you know, people can judge you off that and whatnot. But I believe I also believe um, people have um, a life outside. Their jobs, a life outside. Uh, they are 9 to 5s. And if you're paying for <laughs> if you're paying for for if you're paying for those hours from nine to five and you want that person to you know uh, re- represent your brand would be a certain way, then yes, most definitely, of course they they should. but after that nine to five people, I believe people have a life outside work and they should be able to fully express themselves and say whatever it is they want to say and you know, just have like a totally different, uh, just just be like a totally different person from the usual person that they're used to. Um, I think
4: it depends on what the job is, but most definitely if someone, if I'm hiring for a job, for someone who does social media, I would, or someone in marketing, I would really want to look at their social media profiles. And well these days in all hiring i'm 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 certain most people will check out at least your linkedin to see what's happening there so yeah i do believe socials are very important today and i would i would check them i actually do check them to see what kind of person i'm bringing onto the team um do they have friends what are their you know interpersonal skills like um, what are their ideas thoughts on op- and opinions on different things yeah things like that so yeah i think i would check their socials just to get a bit of insight on who they are
5: if i am an employer i think i would do a background check on on someone's social media uh, because I believe that um, uh, if you decide, uh, for instance, to use your um, actual names on social media media platforms, there are some guys who choose their names, but if you're using your actual names, you should be accountable for whatever you put out because you don't know whatever you put out, how much harm it will cause um, to anyone, so um, for instance, imagine um, I, you use your real names on Facebook or Twitter. The, um, then we also have you on our website um, as our employee. And then someone searches you, uh, and in case we have built a, a good reputation. For uh, for instance, my my company has been there for a very long time, or I'm working for a company that has been there for a very long time, and then they search about a person who made a reckless uh, post on Facebook or, or, or Twitter or Instagram, and then they find that you work for the company that um, I lead or I head, then that is how I will lose out on um, having deals or having collaborations with other, with, with other companies because of your recklessness on social media. So I think um, as people we need to be mindful about what we tweet because it might affect us in future um there is uh, th- there is a person who uh, made a tweet um I think they had gotten an internship in one of these big big um companies i think it was google or something one of these international very very big companies and then they used abusive language and uh in regards to having gotten um uh, uh, an internship placement at this at this organization so someone came and told him in the comments he was like don't you think that the language that you're using is not good this person responded um arrogantly to uh, someone who was advising him then uh, the guy came back and commented that since this is how you're responding i've taken down the internship he didn't know that the person who was um t- t- telling him to use formal language or using an okay language on social media was the person who had given him internship so i think If I was an employer, I would definitely check, do a background check on someone's social media to know the kind of person that I'm taking in because I don't want to spoil the reputation
6: of the company. As an employer, I would uh, strongly advise on doing a background check on people. you see, as humans, we are best ourselves when we are behind a screen and no one is watching. So, I would do a background check on someone's social media. First, Facebook, at least two years from where we are now. uh, Twitter, Instagram, not so much. And, of course, LinkedIn for professional purposes. And also, to go an extra mile to do uh, an interpol check, uh, I would request that the employee shares with me or the potential employee shares with me a letter of clearance from Interpol, recommendation letters from previous employers and actually I would go an extra mile to call these people in question. So yes, a background check is strongly advised.
7: Would I as an employer Carry out a background check on someone using uh, his or her social media handles before hiring him or her? No, I wouldn't. Have I, as an employer, in the past carried out a background check on someone using his or her social media handles before hiring them? No, I haven't. The reason why I haven't carried out a background check on someone using their social media handle before hiring them in the past and at present is because of the following reason. I strongly believe that with the heavy influence that social media has on people's lives, it's very hard to carry out a background check on an individual using social media as a basis of hiring him or her, because social media carries a lot of influence on the lifestyle and the behavior of any individual who is using social media. So as an employer over the years, I am mainly interested in having a one-on-one interface with the applicant without necessarily becoming judgmental of how they are conducting themselves on social media i i I have seen over the years that particular people while using social media they they may tweet, they may text, or they, they they may write up different things as a basis of having been influenced by a narrative of discussions that are happening on social media from time to time. That is why, as an employer, my key areas of focus before I hire someone have always been in one, having a one on one interface with the individual, which helps me to assess the passion and direction towards working for the firm before we hire him or her.
0: I really think these conversations are very, very important because at a time like today, everyone is on social media. Everyone has a Twitter account, Instagram account. Like, everyone is going on all out, sharing God knows what information. And I've felt like, especially the people in their 20s, we are so reckless with what we put out there. We are posting things that probably should just end in our friend circles, or like there the, There is zero limitation on what you post, on what is considered as content for social media that people should know about you. So, the reason as to why these conversations are important is because I believe it's an important element that can be used to vet whether you're the perfect fit for a role or for any opportunity that awaits you out there. And I actually agree with what everyone has shared that spoke earlier before, yeah? My... Only input would be, I actually don't think people are different from what they share online. I mean, there is that part where you keep up appearances, yeah? But then the are the platforms that let you know what is on someone's mind, especially Twitter. I use Twitter a lot, and I think you'll agree with me when I say you can see how someone's mind works by what they post on Twitter. It's either a tweet or a picture or their opinions on different things, if it's if it's the war that's happening in in Gaza or if you, you can tell a lot about what's going on in someone's mind by simply what they're sharing on social media. So I actually don't believe that it's your personal life, you're two different people. Usually what you're putting out there is what's going on in your mind. There is no way you're telling me that you believe in God and your content online is bashing at people that actually believe in God. There is no way you're two different people. I think the only difference is that social media, since it's not a, a physical interaction, it brings out that those dark, dark little secrets that you'd rather express virtually than in physical life. And that's why I keep saying, there's so many conversations that should just end in our friend circles. One of the friends I had this conversation with earlier sometime told me what if I was making a comment about um?" the type of women that I'm interested in. And then I'm like, why would you want to share that on social media, for Christ's sake? As in, can that just be around your two, three friends while you're hanging out later in the evening and winding down as in? So honestly, in my opinion, I believe it is important for HR managers to, I mean, do the background check all around. Uh, Have they been in prison before? I mean, all those parts are important. But social media is equally important because while I was sharing with, with, my, with my superior from the interview, they told me something. This is what she said. She said skills and all these things you're good at can actually be taught. Someone can teach you how to drive a car. But what you can't teach, what you can't change is someone's attitude, character, personality. You cannot change that. So if someone is online making jokes to people who are sexually harassed, It happens a lot on Twitter and you can literally read through people's tweets and know what's going on in their mind. Are they angry? Are they feeling intimidated? Are they scared right now? Are they just trying to fake it to make it? Like if you're paying enough attention, you'd tell a lot about someone's personality or who they are from what they share online. So as people who are out here looking for opportunities for a job, for that one scholarship to get you out of this country... Or whatever it is that you've set your mind, I would advise you to carefully choose what information you share online. There's some conversations that I actually believe should not make it to the internet. One of the things that used to just piss me off there was the time girls would share um, something about their ovulation week, and then their period week, and then I mean, I get it; it's your phone, it's your platform, you choose what you put out there. But I mean, don't you have friends? I feel like those those are conversations you should just have with your girls in your WhatsApp group or when you hang out. I, I, I don't see how that's a an issue to be put out there. We're not like the first really to like experience these things. And that's like, it brings me back to the point. It's a Gen Z thing. We believe we're an, an apologetic. We live life the way we want. It's a free world. The freedom is in our hands. You get to choose what we do and what we don't do. But if you're someone who is trying to, fold your way around life like i am i think all around 360 these things really matter your behavior your character your personality your social media for that matter which is very important and i hope that at the end of this episode you've picked a thing or two on how to position yourself to to be ready to grab that to put it into once it knocks on your door. so i'll see you guys on the next one bye